Hey, this is Brad from What Remember. This is a very special episode. It is the 20th anniversary of The Fifth Element, and it's also the one-year anniversary of our podcast. As of today, we did start a Patreon account. Go to whatremember.com to check it out. There will be, once a month, an exclusive episode just for Patreon members. And those will be movies that don't quite fit the podcast. And we've seen them too many times to remember them. Movies like Beetlejuice, Jurassic Park, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Back to the Future. Movies that maybe you'd want us to talk about, but we just remember them a little bit too well. For all the information about the Patreon, go to whatremember.com and feel free to ask us questions on Twitter at whatremember, facebook.com slash whatremember, or email us whatrememberpodcast at gmail.com. And thank you to anyone and everyone who listened to this podcast this past year. And with that said, let's start the episode. What were you guys talking about, Natalie Portman? Rom-coms. We should talk, yeah, we were talking about, what's your favorite rom-com, Andy? Ever After. Oh, Oh, classic. That's actually not a comedy, though, no, it's not. Wedding Crashers. It's some rom, though. It is definitely some rom. I, I'm not gonna lie, I really like that movie. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it either. Yeah, it was it's, like, it's, is, it's, is it like Shakespeare it. with love, or sort or of? It? It's just uh, it's Cinderella, but it's with uh-huh. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, Home Fries, um, Angelica Houston. Oh, Adam's Ooh, okay, family. Good. And then two other girls. One, one that's familiar. I can't remember her name though. Um, James, who's the guy? James Marsden, Leonardo DiCaprio. Heath Ledger? No, it's some. James it's, it's a guy with a face. Does it seem like James Marsden would be the in one that movie? That's a, he's in the one with Amy Adams. Oh, Enchanted. Or Enchanted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This uh, Ever After came out like nine ninety eight. Yeah, people so, loved it. It I was great. It being I, a thing. I, I, I never got turned on to the I don't cover. Think I ever saw that. The cover was just like them in a heart surrounded by like. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's um. I don't know what's going on. It's set in France and it's during like the or no, it's Italy. Sorry, during like the um, Renaissance and. It's just Cinderella. It's basically okay. like, that's the story. But I don't know. It captured my heart when I was 11. <laughs> oh, see, I was talking about how When Harry Met Sally is the perfect rom-com. It's perfect. I've never seen it. Well, okay. Well, but she's all that. That's got to be, Ooh, the, gotta be like okay. there. Right? Okay. Uh, it's all changed. Now that's the favorite. That's, there's no questions. <laughs> my name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened. In a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about the fifth element. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. This is going to get cut, but I can't see the reviews. <laughs> reviews not coming out of my mouth. This part's getting cut for the podcast. I think you can, <laughs> but I think you can go to every, almost every single episode. You, every time you say movie review, it's, it almost gets tripped up every time. It's yeah, so great. It's good. Okay. It's really good. This part, this part. Look, Brad, we Start give you a lot of credit. Okay, we get it. So, Andy Hubert, what is the first scene in The Fifth Element? I'm glad you went to him. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's it's about an element and there's uh five of them so this is a, a luke Besson film yes um and it's awesome it starts with a bunch of weird alien mm-hmm. duck-faced things yeah they are weird 
that land uh, near pyramids, and they end up going in there Brad, for some reason. You're just talking about Stargate now. Okay, I, we're on I Fifth Element. I, I wish I was. <laughs> and it, it's sort of setting up the world a little bit and building yeah. a scene. One of them, they end up like tripping a trap, and they end up getting crushed by like a one of the things inside the pyramid. Yeah, they're, they're trying to. Inside I don't know what the they're pyram- trying to do. Well, inside the pyramid is like a, a medallion or crystal or something like that, that they're trying to get. It's like a rod. Oh, a ruby a rod. rod? Okay, maybe oh, it's a rod. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait. This I love this movie. <laughs> I think they're trying to get it, but it has to be like the sun has to be in the right position and all this stuff. I forget else, what like, they're trying to do. So, but... because it, it's basically they're trying to do like, the, I thought they were trying to do the same thing they do basically at the end of the movie. End of the movie? Yeah. yeah. But they have to like, so that's something with like the four elements, because there's a fifth one. But so they do oh, like yeah. water, wind, fire, sure, earth, whatever. You know, and then Heart. Captain Planet. <laughs> but I, I don't remember what they're doing in there. No, I, I it, but yeah, it's just sort of setting up the idea that there's these elements and other yeah. aliens, and it's like uh, Indiana Jones at the beginning. He's trying yeah. to try to get some random artifact that isn't relevant to the actual movie. <laughs> Maybe explain that scar on his chin and all that stuff. Sure, no. sure. But then we whip to present day. Um, yeah, there might already be that giant. Maybe evil they were circling... putting them there. Maybe the aliens were putting them in the pyramid or something. Maybe, uh, maybe setting them up or, or, ge- or getting them, putting or them back them or, or something. Yeah, they might have been retrieving them, like the the statues. Anyway, there's a giant black hole that's gonna destroy the world. It's like a, a black ball that's like heading through, and it's pure evil, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's like destroying worlds. Yeah, in the like, just the... by sucking it up. Mm, I don't know how is it, it's. Is it a th- Sure just a him. thing, or is it a person, or is it? It, a... it has like you, a voice. You find out that it's like an entity. It's like this evil entity yeah. that's traveling. Because it's, it's controlling Gary Oldman in the whole movie. Yeah. And oh my god, Gary I don't Oldman, remember any Gary of this Oldman stuff. Is, okay, he is so good in this movie, and you do not realize it's Gary Oldman unless you are told it's Gary Oldman. Yeah, because <laughs> well, well, because he has on. he has yeah. half of a half of a toupee, and yep. half of it is just plastic, yep. like a plastic yep. circle it's, it's underneath the piece of Tupperware. Yep. <laughs> And he has like this weird Southern Belle like dandy accent and, and a mustache. Oh yeah. And oh, it's so good. He's wearing, he's wearing like a green cloak. I'm yeah. so upset he didn't get, win an Oscar for this film. It's so good. <laughs> oh, he's fantastic. Did he win so from Bram Stoker? Oh, well, he had to have gotten nominated, right? I don't know. He got nominated for Tinker Taylor, and I was really upset when he didn't win. Because wow. that movie's amazing. But no one remembers that movie, Andy. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, no one remembers that movie. Uh, Came and went. <laughs> I'll let it slide this time, but we're gonna do that. We're gonna watch that movie. Yep. Serious oh Black and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. <laughs> Harry Potter reference. I finally get it. I, I saw that movie this year. What number four? I saw it this year. Twenty years late. But we, yeah, we find like there's this black ball that's moving towards Earth. And do we are we introduced to? The, I wonder if we're introduced to the president of Earth early, like right now. Tiny like Lister. They're, they're talking about like, oh, geez, Mr. President, what are we gonna do? This thing's this heading this way, and he's ridiculous. He's oh, like, he's, eh, he, I don't know, whatever. He's great. He's, he's really like, doesn't care. Everyone in this movie is hilarious. <laughs> anyway, there's some like intercut scenes. We're kind of unsure of the order, right? But there's that one. There's one with um, two priests, mm-hmm. Ian oh, yeah. Holm, yes. and he's got like an apprentice guy. Yep. Who also know about the prophecy. He's like a discount uh, Colin Hanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's already a discount Tom Hanks, so. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know these people. (laughs) It's like a half-off Hanks. (laughs) It's a buy one, get one free, and I don't want any of them. (laughs) No Hanks to you. Wow. 
if and, I, oh, you know, you keep yeah, going because no, I'm going to no, skip no. ahead at this point. Okay, well, I was going to just go back to Corbin Dallas. That's our, what I was going to get to. Yeah, the star of the Then movie. we get to Bruce Willis, orange-haired Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. with the wife beater. He's looking like he's yep. still. He looked yep. like he just came off the set of Die Hard Three. <laughs> he <laughs> he, made, really he does. may literally have. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that, but he really does. <laughs> he just came off the set of Die Hard Three, yeah. and he, they, they were like, "We need you to grow your hair and make it orange." And then he's like, "All right, I'm here. Whatever." <laughs> He has a weird apartment that's very small and narrow, Mm -hmm. but we see a lot of future technology and stuff going on in there. Cars can fly. Including Mm -hmm. something that I think Well, he's a cabbie. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you talked about this before, Brad, Uh about the one thing you've wanted more than anything in your life, Okay, which is a little Chinese stand that floats to your apartment window when you want your food. I've never said that, but yeah, I would want that. I swear we talked about this on the podcast before. No. (laughs) I don't know if Brad said it, but it sounds great. Yeah, like, cause he, so he's got, like, this little, there's, like, a dude with a little flying Chinese food stand, and he, oh. like, floats up to the window and will make your food and just give it to you. Oh, that's awesome. It's does, amazing. Does he, um, I think, like, right off the bat, he, like, talks to his mom or something like yep. that? His yeah. mom's always nagging him. Always yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, and she she wants him to like find like a sweet girl and settle yeah. down. Yeah, she keeps and... telling him, uh, yeah, that why hasn't he found somebody or why he's always alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, quit bugging me, mom. God, I'm using the computer. <laughs> Come on, uh, I'm on he, the phone. He does drive a taxi, and we also like when he's in the taxi that it makes a, me- a reference to the fact that he's like almost has too many points on his license, and he's gonna get his tax license revoked if yeah. anything other like else happens. One, like, if you get tickets. one more ticket. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. done. Now, um, Mila Yoka, Jokovic. <laughs> Can we call her by her real name? <laughs> I, I just did. I don't know what you mean. Um, she shows up somehow. Hey, yeah, how does she show up? So she was like, I don't remember. They found like some sort of cell. The government found some sort of cell in something, and they grew it in a chamber. And it turned into her? And it turned into her. Okay. And they're trying to figure out what it was. And the pres- I know because the president comes in and he's like, he, you know, he's being like, I'm the dumb president. What are you as scientists talking blibber blabbering about all your science yeah. and bloops? I think maybe even like the priests and things like know about what's going on. Maybe. They, they have an idea what the prophecy is. They're well, they like, don't, yeah, I think that's much later, forward. though. They they do end up, uh, they do know the prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and they do talk to her and she. Well, yeah, she, they want to, everyone wants to take her. They kind of like translate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, but yeah, yeah, they open the container and they show her it's her. She's like the like, key. He's like, yeah. wow, it's it's a chick. And then she just like straight up busts out of this like tube. Oh, after putting mm-hmm. on some sweet ass. Uh, medical white, bandages. White yes. White medical bandages. Yes. <laughs> over her. Uh, yeah, you see her. <clears throat> there is nudity. Nowhere. There is nudity Ooh. in this film. It's a PG-13 film with mm-hmm. full frontal nudity. Mm-hmm. But she busts out and escapes from the little science facility. I saw a girl at a Comic-Con wearing that costume, and it was amazing. I bet. That's... Oh, boy, yo, yo, yo. Orange hair and everything. But she, as soon as she gets out of that chamber, I think she, like, escapes immediately, mm-hmm. like, fights them. Yep. She's, yeah. like, super talented. Well, they're all scientists. They're just like, ooh, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, she goes through, like, events. I remember them, like, chasing yep. after her, and she's, like, far away, and she just looks at them and just walks away. <laughs> like, just keeps walking She also away. has orange hair. And eventually mm-hmm. she gets mm-hmm. to, like, a fugitive moment where she, like, finds herself at the edge of a building, like, super high up. And yeah, jumps. Yeah. And jumps. And, and then lands, lands in Corbin Dallas' cab, I'm yep, pretty sure. In his taxi. And, yeah. like, the fact that she falls through the roof, like, his taxi's like, 
Uh, damage detected. That's another point on yep, your license, and he it. gets fired. Well, no, um, no. There's cops that come up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chase okay. him down. There's a sweet car chase of him getting away yes. from those. But I thought he got fired cops. before that point even. And he's trying to explain to the car. He's like, no, no, no. Something just fell on me. I don't know oh, what yeah. it was. That and he's be. like, sorry, you're fired. Because <laughs> it pops up on like a TV screen yeah. in his cab. And he gets fired <laughs> in his own cab. Yep. Welcome to Johnny Cab. That's from Total Recall. But. Mm. <laughs> so these are sweet chase scene of futuristic flying cars zipping it's around. It's almost Blade Runner-y like, mm-hmm. through, the, through the city. And he's he like out cha- outwits the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And takes her back to his place. I think so. I, yeah, I think he does because the um, there's a part where she where he hides her in her in a refrigerator. Yes. Yeah, and then they come to his. <laughs> it's a shower. They come to his apartment. Oh, a shower. Yeah, the shower mm-hmm. gets turned on. They come to his apartment because like he has a TV screen that shows him like who's coming up, who's like yeah there to see him. And I, I, it's some sort of like old general guy with like white hair and a yep. beard. Because he used Colonel to. Sanders. So the idea yeah. is that Corbin used to be in like the special forces. And Was so, he? Yeah. Okay. They mentioned that. All right. He used to be like a super soldier, but now he's retired, and he's just a gruff old guy. I just want to work the beat. I'm just trying to make my way in the world, but all I know is killing. So does this general guy come to talk to him? Yeah. What does he talk to him about? The girl. I don't oh, know if it's right here or I, I later. I think this is later, because he, he meets with the priests first. Like, I don't know if she tells him to take him there or not, but... There's something that happens where there's a setup with a radio contest. Yes. Where he wins a trip to this place. That's after the our general guy. Because the general guy yeah, yeah. tells him that he's going to fix that up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a, set that up. Because uh-huh. they basically realize that, like, they need... I don't know why. They need to, like, get... Like, they're supposed to be, like, meet an operative on this, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. cruise or something. I don't know how he gets wrapped up into doing this. If yeah, he, like, I don't. Wants to I do don't it. Know either. He starts to like feel compassion for her. Yeah, like, he, he starts to really like her. That's when job. he's like when he drops her off at the priest's place too. He's kind of sad to see her go because they're like she can talk to them, and yeah. then he's like, oh, well, like hey, like can, can I still hang out with you guys? Right. And there's a part where he essentially gets rid of her, mm-hmm. but doesn't because he just goes right back to her. Right. So how do they get into outer space? Well, so he, that's that's a little bit later. We're still yeah. trying to figure out. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he wins a radio contest that mm-hmm. was set up by the government for like a trip to, for two, to trip oh. two to outer space on this cruise ship. But I'm not <laughs> so random. Still trying to figure out why so they want to work with. So him. the idea is that, like, yeah, for some reason, like they know that he, like, he has her in his apartment, and like, yeah, the military guys show up. So he hides her in a shower, which like retracts into the ceiling, mm-hmm. and she gets all wet. And so then the military guys come in, and then. Someone else shows up and he hides the military people, who's like the general right. and some lady, and he hides the, the general guy. He like hides in his bed, which attracts him to the oh, wall. Oh yeah, and Wait, that's where I, they. I escape. just had a blank out. Why does he hide the general? He, I don't know why he has to hide the. I just remember the bed coming back out, and like if yeah, when yeah, the bed goes happens. in, it like makes a new bed, which is like. Is it because his mom showed up and like his mom <laughs> no, loves no, the general? The his mom does call him though, and he yells at him on the phone for not taking her on the cruise that he won because they announced on the radio that yeah, he won the a cruise trip for two. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, he like gets a little envelope in the mail that's like, "You won this thing." And the Chinese food guy, I think, is even like, "Hey, you got mail." And he's like, oh, "That's never good." And it turns out that he won that cruise. Yeah. There's sort of some sort of um, escalation of hijinks happening. Yes. Well, so but they end up escaping together. We and we also had, during this have Gary Oldman talking to like these lizard aliens yep. who are like his henchmen, sort of. Yeah. The evil force is pushing him to kill Lilu. Yes. Essentially, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it basically, yeah, he needs to like either deliver Lila to the the evil alien or just or kill, kill her. her. And the the alien is like using psychic powers to physically hurt. Yeah, at some point it like makes his like head, head bleed. bleed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that, really I didn't weird. understand that scene when I first saw the movie. Just like he started having strawberry jelly come out of his head. Right. I I like forgot that he was being controlled at all. Yeah. <laughs> But he he's like the head of some like you know corporation like everyone every villain is always the head of, of a corporation but yeah. <laughs> he's got henchmen he's got these lizard people so I think you're right that like he hides the general when the priests show back up and the, oh, yeah, the it, priests are like oh like we heard you won that thing well instead of you going we'll take her and the young priest is gonna go with her on yeah. the cruise and he's gonna be Corbin Dallas yeah so he'll pose as Cor the young priest is gonna pose as Corbin Dallas and take Screw her on the that. cruise so that she can meet up with the thing and fulfill the prophecy. Mm-hmm. Don't and, do that. But things go wrong. Yes. And Corbin Dallas wants to go instead. He even yeah, he eventually is convinced that he needs to go as well in order to like help protect her. Oh yeah. They, um, they get a multi pass. <laughs> Corbin Dallas multi pass. <laughs> so like yeah, so the, the young priest and Lila go to the airport. Yeah. And that's when Corbin shows up and like as they're trying to check in, he like shows up like, Oh, I almost thought it wasn't gonna make the flight. You can get out of here now. And the young priest guy's like, Oh jeez, mm-hmm. okay. So, so that's when they get on the flight. But also several other people yes, come so, in posing as Corbin Dallas. Including one of the lizard aliens who looks like a regular person. Like they have the ability to like look like normal people. And Shape yeah, check. he comes in too. And he's like, I'm Corbin Dallas. And the lady at the ticket booth who like recognized Corbin yeah, Dallas because he, he won the Corbin, contest. And, he, and he's already boarded. Yeah. She was like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> and this guy comes in. He's like, hey, Corbin Dallas here for my cruise. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> and like locks down the airport to arrest him and and then like Gurielman blows him up which is like a bomb in the airport basically oh wow but Andy has never seen, seen this movie this no I haven't <laughs> he's never seen this none movie. of this makes sense but they get on like a, a shuttle to go to, to space none of it makes sense until we get to Chris yeah. Tucker oh this is right. where we're pretty much there so like yeah 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 come so, in <laughs> he is my so good. Come, come uh, Ruby Rod, is, he's like some inter, like galactic radio host. And so, so let's just get there. Corbin Dallas uh, and Lilu are on the ship. Yep. Everyone else got stranded at the airport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ian Holm, the, the, the old priest, the young priest, yeah, the, the lizard, lizard guy. Everyone, yeah, even the general, I think maybe even be there. They they're all be. they're all stuck there. So that's when they get on the flight. Yep. And. The babes on this flight. The flight oh attendants boy. are all hot. Babes. They would make Hooters costumes look like they were clothed. Oh you know? boy, yeah. And this is also <laughs> where we get introduced to Ruby Rod. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. also Who is... another singer too on the stage. You're, like... you're skipping ahead. That's ahead uh, to the cruise. Okay. So Ruby Rod is sexual energy. He is Prince ramped up to eleven. Yes. Yeah. And everyone, everyone, everyone in the galaxy loves Ruby Rod and, and his wants radio to f- him. Yep. <laughs> oh, everybody. Yeah everybody there's not well, he, one person I mean, have you seen his hair it's like a giant <laughs> oh penis God. off his head it's, it's like crusty the clown but just a little muted <laughs> so he's a louder than life person yep he will not stop talking oh he man. starts flirting with all the hostesses and flight attendants and he gets like real close to one. Oh, baby and like she she comes yeah she does she and he doesn't even touch her talking to her. yeah <laughs> that's a, that's what happens <laughs> when you get close enough to ruby rod's aura he's just amazing it's just gonna happen <laughs> Look, it's Ruby Roddy. You don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so part of part of winning that contest was also that he has to be on like the Ruby Rod show. Yeah, like a Kevin talk interview. show. Yeah, he wins some sort He's of like talk a radio show host, is what okay. Ruby Rod is basically. He talks into yeah. like his. I don't remember this cane. movie at all. He's got like a cane that's <laughs> he's his always microphone. being recorded. Yes, yeah. like he's live. He always all the has time. like a he has like a headset 
always on like yeah some sort of earpiece he's like yeah. the original blogger like he's like always yeah. live streaming all the time <laughs> and like that's what yeah like they meet him in the hallway and he does a hilarious thing where like all these asian girls like want his autograph he just like like paints down a bunch of books that they're holding out with a paintbrush <laughs> yeah like, that's his signature yep. that's <laughs> and they all faint <laughs> He keeps trying to get Corbin Dallas to like talk, do an interview, and he keeps giving like one word answers. And Corbin Dallas does not want he hates any this of this guy because he's a rough ex-military guy. Sure, he doesn't take no silliness. <laughs> he's also just very annoyed by Ruby Rod. Yes, he has a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. There's a he, lot going on with Ruby that Rod. Is overwhelming. Yep. So they take this shuttle to the cruise ship, which seems kind of silly now. But <laughs> oh, is that a cruise? Because the cruise ship is... is in space. Yes. Okay. It's probably like a space station. It's like the most luxurious. It's like the Titanic, but in space. Yeah. Which is fitting because it ends up exploding at the end yeah. of the movie. Does uh, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only thing I remember is there's a lady. That's the she's big. A lady yeah, that's, she's got like blue hair. That's part of the big sell of this cruise is that on blob. on this cruise is this like amazing the diva. Yeah. She, yeah. She's an alien songstress. She's like yeah. the best singer ever in the history of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's everyone, all I remember. Everyone wants to see this lady perform. So yeah, and they end up going to like a hotel. Yes, and it's kind of like an awkward situation where they're trying to figure out who's gonna sleep in. What, yeah, know. where are you gonna stay? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They they they're, <laughs> they're they're getting closer and closer as the movie goes on. Lilu and Corbin. Lilu yes. and Corbin. Corbin, okay. my man. Mm-hmm. And Ruby Rod. And the Ruby. <laughs> he gets closer as well. <laughs> Why not? So they go to the concert mm-hmm. and. It brings everybody to tears. Oh, and I think I think one of the priests stows away on the spaceship. Could be, and so he like maybe they yeah. both do. I bet they both do because they're in the movie the whole time. Yeah, Ian Holm and the other little priest guy. Um, they find a way in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they go to the concert. Yeah, and it's wonderful. It's w- even Corbin Dallas is blown away. Yeah. He's sitting there like, oh my gosh, oh my this god. Is and she sings this really, it's a really nice song, and then it gets kind of weird. It turns into EDM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opera EDM. <clears throat> and then the, all the the bad guy lizard aliens bust in. They shoot yep. her. And shoot she her. Shot. And they shoot up the place, and they take like. Yeah, yeah it turns into a big thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. Gary Oldman's there. Yeah. And... Well, he shows up a little bit later. Yeah, you got to wait for that. That's that's a, that's a thing. that. But he does show about. up. You're on the right track. Don't, so, don't be sad. I don't the, remember this the movie. Diva, <laughs> the diva gets shot, yep. and inside of her are the statues. Is, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just one of them. Maybe it was all, all of them. Okay, yeah. But yeah, because they they went to the ship, and like the point was they had to meet an operative. Yeah. And, and turns out her. she's the operative. And right. she, Yeah. The, he's, they didn't I don't even know, know at the time. I don't know what the plan was if she didn't get shot. If she no was just going to cut herself open, because she's like, yeah, I have this thing. She could it's poop, in my stomach. She could poop them out if she wanted to. <laughs> So Corbin has to like reach up in her and pull out like this, these yeah. rods and at the same time try to like rescue the ship because basically the lizard aliens hijack the ship. Yeah. Um, so there's a sh- awesome shootout. Yes. Between um, Corbin, my man, the <laughs> come, lizard people. Come, come, my man. And Mila Jovich <laughs> kicks some serious ass. Oh my God, she's amazing. She's doing hurricane ranas and cartwheels and drop kicks. Just and destroying everybody. Roundhouse kicks and mm-hmm. Well, she's like ass. just, yeah, she's just like, badass like kung fu person yeah because yeah. you don't even oh, know she like, know reads her... like a book i think well it, right she, she, yes, she watches a, there's a scene where she watches like war 
Like she doesn't know concepts, well, so she watches. Like, and she gets all upset. Movies that are about. She gets upset things. when she finds out like humanity has fought itself all the time. Yeah. But like the fact that she's really good at kicking a bunch of butt is part of the fact of her being the fifth element. She's. Like, I think the she learns it. Being. I think she reads like a book. I don't book. think she does. I think she's you, just you inherently. Said, Brad, I, you think she just reads information and then she's. This, like, I think there this are isn't several... the Matrix, Brad. Where she's like, I'm talking louder now. <laughs> like, show me, do, download Kung Fu. That does happen. She's watching yes. videotapes and she's learning about our society. Yeah. She learns English. Yeah. And yeah. she learns war. She learns war. I think she even has some fighting and maybe even some comedy or something in there. But Ooh, comedy classic. But there's, she wants to be loved. She wants to experience this. This is like the big thing in her life. Mm-hmm. She wants love. She wants love. From Corbin? Yeah. Because that's the big thing at the end that we can, we'll get to when we get there. Mm-hmm. But like, she has essentially given up on humanity and life she thinks it's not yeah because when she watches all the it. war stuff and she's like human it, yeah it humanity doesn't deserve her. to live basically she's like no there's just too much sadness yeah it's too yeah. sad but there is the hilarious gunfight where bruce willis and ruby rod are fighting all the bad guy aliens <laughs> and like ruby rod's like live broadcasting the whole gunfight with his little gun he like with his cane microphone yeah he has like a what is that like the PlayStation came out with that little thing that you hold and it like <laughs> captures your your body as you're like playing some oh, of those yeah, games. Oh like yeah, the move. The move. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think <laughs> um, it's got a PlayStation Three move. And while yeah, I think while that's happening is when the, also the lizards fight Mila in like their hotel room. Yeah, and she gets shot. She, yeah, she gets shot. Yeah, she is dying. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman don't see each other one gets on the elevator one gets out of the elevator mm-hmm. the lizard people have set a bomb that's right they set a bomb on the boat gary oldman doesn't ship. doesn't know that he arrives to the scene with a guns ablazing. yep he finds the bomb he never once sees bruce willis mm-hmm. or mila jovovich and he just ends up exploding on that cruise ship. <laughs> yes. yeah does he get there as the bomb is like about to go? Yep. yep. He's like, ah, crap. <laughs> All that worked for Poor nothing. Poor Gary Oldman in these Luke Besson movies. Right. He just explodes every time. Does he explode in professional, Leon? Yeah. Um, yeah, because what happens of... is uh, Leon, they're, they have this like gunfight and uh, Leon's like dying and Gary Oldman comes up to him to like do this like one-off line and Leon shows him that he already like pulled the pin on a grenade, and he's just like, "Oh crap!" And then it just like, explodes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Poor Oldman. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he just showed up on that ship to make sure the job got done because the evil creature was yelling at him. I hope that Luke Besson <laughs> puts him in another movie and has him explode again. So at the 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 bad guy's been getting closer to Earth the whole time, and like yeah, the big evil yeah, planet. the big evil thing. So the president was told by the priests about what has to be done. Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, telling Corbin... That's why, like, the general game is, like, the president is, like, demanding that Corbin take care of this for him, I okay. guess. So they... He they have takes... to go fulfill the pro- prophecy. They land on the pyramids. Yeah, the desert pyramid place from the first from time. The first it... scene of the film. And they figure out that the rods are supposed to go on these things. And well, then... there's corresponding symbols and things on the rods, yeah. but they don't know how to activate them. Right. And there's no nothing in the prophecy that, like, says No directions. Do. They don't get a manual. Mm-hmm. They don't understand what's supposed to be done. And... They find out by accident, sort of. Well, they're trying to get her to, to tell him what to do, and she's, like, speaking kind of a weird code, code She's ups- And she's upset and she doesn't want to tell him anything. And she's also dying because she got shot. In yeah. the gun. And then I think they find out by accident because the, the young priest sneezes on one of the things, and it turns out it was wind, and yeah. it's, like, glows. And they're like, oh, got it. 
what did you do? And then everyone's like panicking and circling like, okay, go. Ex- what did you do exactly? <laughs> yeah. it's like, I, I don't know what I did. I, I did this and I went, oh. <laughs> and that, that was what did it. And there is like a tense scene for like the yeah. fire one. Like Corbin has like two matches. Yeah, so left. the earth one just throwing sand on it. Yep. The water one is like somebody's sweat or something yes, like that. Yes, so yeah. Like they each take like a, a statue to do it on. Mm-hmm. And the other... <laughs> I think there's a setup. You are like a you like a statue to do it on. You're talking about sweat. Your mind is in the gutter. Giggling away like ice cream. One thing I love it. I didn't say anything. You had to acknowledge it. Is kitty humor. That was so. Oh man! All the the phrasing there was great, and then <laughs> I think it's set up that Corbin either gave up smoking or he, this match means something to him. Oh, maybe because he has a match in his yeah, pocket. Yeah, he's got like one, and it's just like nobody breathe, and they end up lighting the match and slowly putting it onto the pedestal and activating yeah. the fire. Yeah, but that's not over yet because we need the fifth element, and they don't know what the fifth element is. They, is it light? Not sure, it's Lilu herself. It's her. She's oh, yeah. the fifth element, but she doesn't want to like commit into it until yeah she's still upset about war <laughs> yeah oh my until god corbin says she needs to process that that she loves her yeah and finally he's like there's, there's a... more to humans than fighting there's also sex do they well, have sex they do at the end bing but... bong right on the on the middle but, t- but it's love love was it's the love thing yeah that she wanted shrek is love shrek is life wait are we talking about Shrek in this movie? <laughs> you guys haven't seen that clip. I'll show it to you another I, I time. I don't want to see that clip. I, Just look up Shrek it. is Love. I know about internet and Shrek. I know <laughs> things are going on there. Uh, I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. Then what happens? There's all so five elements. So this whole elements. time, the and evil the, was approaching giant where they light are. explodes up into the sky like a Marvel movie. Yes. And destroys the just, evil just planet. Just shoots the evil planet, and it's like, what? I'm dead. <laughs> well, doesn't the... Saving the day. Okay. And the president yeah, breathes the a president sigh of relief. Doing? He's on like a battleship that's he is right on a battleship. by an evil, the evil planet. Like they've been sitting next to the evil planet waiting for something to happen. And like they're like, oh, we're about to die. And then at the last second, this works. And there's a, some kind of medical tank where it's where Lilu and Corbin Dallas are in there and they're getting it on. Oh, they're bing bonging. And people like don't want to interrupt them. It's like, oh, no, come on, open up. Let me let's congratulate our heroes. Oh, uh, like, yeah. I feel like it's uh, the same kind of thing. as You like, don't want to go yeah, in there. We she don't was in the beginning them, or something. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just banging in some sweet ultraviolet light. They're bing bonging all up and down. Oh, I'm going to watch this movie backwards then. I'm going to start with that scene. Start with that scene. You're like, and then you're going to stop. You're like, that scene's all I need. Okay. I just, I verified the last scene. I think, and that's pretty much it. They win the day and then they have sex and that's the credits. <laughs> yeah. And then Corbin probably, or not, not Corbin, but Ruby, Ruby Rod, Rod probably yeah. comes back and it's like, you saved the day. Kobe. Kobe, my man. Kobe, my man. You saved the day. And that's it. Kobe. That's the that's, that's fifth, the fifth element. element. I love this movie. I can't wait to watch it. Jeez, I thought I would remember. <laughs> I'm so excited. More. You don't know anything I about this movie. I didn't know a movie. single thing. I was oh, like, I mean, man. I vaguely know what the movie looks. You're gonna like. love so it. So join us in part two. <laughs> we see what we got right and what we got wrong. You may remember me from the cab. Remember? Bada boom. Big bada boom. 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 Big bada boom in the cab here. Look. They drive a cab. This is me. Corbin Dallas. Corbin. You understand? Here. You take it. Go ahead. You can call me when you learn how to speak English. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, just kidding. Kidding. 
And you, uh, what is your name? You. Corbin? Illumina la quetare balamina chai, ekpate sebat. Good. That's... That whole thing's your name, huh? Do you have a, uh... A shorter name? Not... Short. Welcome back to the Big Bada Boom podcast. We watch the Fifth Element. Big Bada Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I watched half of this movie like a week ago, and then the other half last night. Yeah, you didn't want to do it all at once, or I fell hard? asleep the first time. Actually, it was it was. Uh... <laughs> it's it's like a fifty fifty. If Andy's going to fall asleep during one. any movie, yeah. he made it through RoboCop. I did. That's true. That kept his attention. Mean, it's RoboCop. <laughs> You could definitely watch this movie in parts. It feels like two yeah. distinct films. Yeah, it's like before they go on the yes. cruise and like bef- after. There's they go very on the cruise. distinct sections of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's an epic, basically. It feels that way. A space opera, if mm-hmm, you will. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I really like this movie. It just moves, and yep. you get like a real open window to the world that they're setting up. I remember the very first time I ever saw this movie. I like. I started like first ten minutes. I was like, "What is this dumb sci-fi movie?" Like, I'm I'm a sci-fi movie guy, and even like at the time, I was like, "What am I watching?" And then like by the end of that movie, I was like, "This is just amazing." <laughs> and I feel, I feel like this time, you know, I went and thought it was amazing the whole time. I love this movie. Yeah, it opens in like 1914. Yep. I thought it was gonna be earlier than that, but I guess not. And a guy who gets like fifth billing is in there for a minute. <laughs> Luke Perry. Luke Perry Luke is is well, wearing he was a, a he was a name then. I guess which is weird to think about. Sure, I guess he, he was, was on a uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. 90210 is more like it because I didn't want to see him in this movie. He was only in the movie for like five I, minutes. I feel like it was definitely if like uh, we need another name for the poster. His like... name was in the opening cr- credit crawl. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like I said, I gotta throw that name up there and get more people into the theaters. <laughs> Those robots, though. Are they the robots? Beginning. Or do you think they're like human, like organic things underneath like a robot costume? I, I don't. Do I want to think. You think they're machine people? Yeah. They're, I want to think they're like biomechanical. They're very inefficient as they're, whatever yeah, they're, they are. Yeah, <laughs> they can true. barely walk. They can barely walk. Yeah. One of their guys gets caught behind a wall and they just leave him. They're like, sorry, uh-huh. Fred. Like, you like, should have upgraded your walking Like they were going to come back in 300 years. They could have just like opened the door, like broke it down or like. <laughs> oh, that was it. A bunch of the kids could have like got chisels and knocked the wall down, but they just left him in there. Yeah. They'll come back 300 years later and he'll, he'll still be there. He'd be like, oh, okay. Finally. Finally. <laughs> so the stones are there in 1914 and they come back to that same place at the end of the film mm-hmm. why did they take the stones away from the place it needed to be they did well they didn't want to keep them in one place during the whole time they're gone well, they should have put them, them there at the end then they should have never been there it's the same point. reason asgard didn't want to have two of the infinity stones in their vault because that's oh, too wow. tempting of a target what Brad. nerd alert <laughs> <laughs> the sound design in this movie is so good I, like, I heard it with, I was listening with headphones, and I was like, oh, left channel, right channel, because things are moving around. I haven't done that. I should. I need to do that now. I, was like, I don't think I've ever yeah. listened to this with headphones. Yeah, it's one of the... I, I watched it with headphones, too. It was one of the first movies that actually like utilized the channels. Oh, like, man. The, the surround sound. 
Surround sound. You really kind of get a lot of that with the singing with the opera lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the crazy digi opera. <laughs> yeah. It was good at first, and then it got into like rap opera. It's weird. And it, it got kind of bad, but then it also got kind of yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, at the same time. She like starts doing the Macarena in like, the middle of it. <laughs> in the intercut scenes. Yeah. Pretty insane. I was like, she's a great singer, but then when she started doing those like crazy scatting vocal ranges, I was like, that's not her doing it. It can't be her. No, they, they, I mean, they did it. They recorded her singing all those tones and just put it on a synth. Like, I think in the trivia, it, it mentions the fact that like he, the director specifically wanted the song to be something that was like physically impossible for a person to sing. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, to make it that much more like, wow, like this, she, obviously She's a this alien lady. is the best singer because yeah. she can do this. She can turn her sound into a synth, a synth orchestra. <laughs> yeah. I might have missed it, though. Why does she have the stones inside her? She was smuggling she, them. Yeah, she was smuggling them to the... To but the my question people. was, did she have to die? Like, That's what I was wondering. Like, I'm like, if she was she going to just poop them out if, yeah. if like that didn't happen? Well, they're going to she... be surgically removed. <laughs> but it's, it's, wait, but how it... did she get them in there in the first right? place? I was like, yo, you wrap them in a balloon and you just like, <laughs> <laughs> shove them up your Maybe butt. Maybe she just eats them like a snake. She's like, yeah. Uh, was she like, oh, this is convenient that I got shot here because this is right where I had them at least. <laughs> I mean, she's an alien. Maybe she has like a trap door somewhere where she just <laughs> lift it up and stuff it right in there. Right, in my storage pouch. <laughs> exactly. She's like a kangaroo. There's a throwaway line where it's like, we'll give you the stones after the concert. Like, maybe she had to, like, work them out. Like, she was, like, mm. they're pushing, <laughs> yeah. she was pushing them through. Like, yeah. she couldn't give them to him right there. I took a bunch there. of SpaceX lags earlier, and uh, I'll get these stones to you in a yeah. bit. <laughs> a little clogged up from the flight, but right. I'll, I'll get them out there. So, yeah, what, what's the story behind that? Because I feel like I missed that as well. They they knew that someone was there to pick up the stones, like the, yep. the singing lady. It was when, all planned. When did that get planned? So the duck aliens kind of orchestrated all of that. Yes. On their end. Okay. So the aliens from the very beginning you yeah. never see yeah. again. Yep. Well, you do. They just get blown up real good. <laughs> yeah, they really do. When did they get... Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. I do remember that. And then the only thing that survives is Mila Jovovich, who starts out as like a grasshopper? Yeah, like a little She's tiny like a little grasshopper speck of guy? something. What is it? I, I forgot about I that. Even, yeah. Was... And they turn a grasshopper into a beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. Like we put it in this in this chamber so it can grow to its full whatever. Is that just like a common practice? They they had they have to. They have a whole room dedicated for that ju- that yeah. chamber to do just that thing. <laughs> they didn't know what they were gonna get into. No. But that one guy was really elated by the fact that he was like the perfect being. Was it the guy she... with the tiniest goatee mustache yes. in the world? Yeah, two hundred. He had a pencil goatee. <laughs> Look at the DNA strand. It's like the four humans. Put it through the cellular hygiene detector. The cell is, for lack of a better word, perfect. I mean, if anyone's gonna have a weird naked lady in a tube, it's gonna be a bunch of nerdy scientists, yeah, right? That's true. I mean... <laughs> that guy in in general, the the pencil goatee guy, he gets shoved into a freezer. That's funny. Yeah, I like yep. that. I and then later, funny. he's just he just appears again. Like, he got shoved back into that freezer <laughs> yeah. as Bruce Willis was leaving yeah. for the trip. Like, I, when Who I, came to rescue him? When I first thought I was like, he's dead. Like, yeah, and then he showed back up. That I scene mean, is so sick. And, like, the priest was almost almost died in the bed, too. He got vacuum yeah. sealed in the bed. It is like a sitcom. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, this apartment is just dangerous. I feel like that's just, like, French comedy. And, like, yeah. Luke just, like, snug it all in there in that scene. It was it was really good. It's it's a good scene where he's like juggling all three different like three different groups of people trying uh-huh. to figure it out. And... Oh yeah, so he guess he just was like a sweet military guy. Yeah, just... he's ex special forces, mm-hmm. whatever. He's, he's the last of his squadron. The best or they whatever. got. Yeah, I get what really. I'm the best. Don't you have like a whole team of <laughs> so, people? Yeah, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you have someone like younger and eager and? 
<laughs> someone who trained a little more right? yeah thing, someone who was or... recently training for this kind of thing like instead well of... he left the military only six months before oh did he the movie I, takes I missed place. That. yeah they, okay. they say that line he he had only been out for six months why did okay. he leave is just his friends died is that what, what do you think was the catalyst from him leaving mm, that uh, might have been. at this point i don't remember well they don't say it in the movie it's all yeah he probably what you think he probably was too cocky and did something bad, and they kicked him out or Could something like that. They, punched they a they superior officer. Him. He's put, very cocky. Put a superior officer in a freezer. Yeah, it's just what he does. Left him there. That's his mo. <laughs> so, how about those McDonald's girls? <laughs> that, did those catch your eye? I saw them, and I was like, "What are these?" Mc-? I, was I like, did not even think about. I was like, "This, this needs to, Why isn't this a Halloween costume?" Like, I get the Lilu <laughs> Halloween costume, but, like, yeah. we're the fifth element McDonald's girls costumes. <laughs> like, now, that's a reference yeah. I would appreciate. The, like, all the women in this movie are very sexualized. Yes, that's true. And it, it doesn't stop with any sort Those of profession. flight attendants. Yeah. Oh, man. There's no ugly people working yeah. in this all, film. All of the flight attendants were, like, officers. light-skinned, freckled-faced women yeah. who well, were wearing, like, almost no clothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, either some sort of alien race of like super hotties. Yeah, or right. Just, or like... genetically engineered flight attendants. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we get them all from the same place. <laughs> Whose only weakness was Ruby Rock. Oh, yeah. man. I wanted him in this movie the whole time. <laughs> he's like, he's so funny. You get him just enough. <laughs> oh, forgot... he, is, he is fantastic. I mean, he does all the time. Every moment. No. Nope. Yeah, every, every bit he's on scene, like all his little, like. Like we were he talks about things like, like being green, come in, come in, my like, and like, like, is this cool? Like, is it? Are you green? I'm like, what does that? <laughs> there mean? were so many a couple times in the movie. Uh, like, there were so many things that he was saying that was so fast. Yeah. I was like missing watching about twenty five percent of it. You need to watch this with subtitles. Watching his scenes with subtitles is really funny. You get to like really like see all the stuff he's doing and saying, and it's it's really good. Right side, right heels, right hand, right on. Unbelievable! Chris Tucker just speaks fast in every single movie yeah. he's in. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth, Coben Dallas? <laughs> Come, my man. Even Come on Friday, man. he talks that fast. Yeah. What about next Friday? Uh, is he in that one? What about the Friday after next? I don't think he's in these. <laughs> <laughs> what about Silver Linings Playbook? <laughs> yeah, well, he's like bipolar or something like that. I don't Isn't remember. He? He's like talks really fast, too. What's the uh, one where he's on a train? Is it Money Talks? or Is it just called Money Train? No, money Talks is what it's called. Okay. <laughs> and that's with Charlie no. Sheen. I have no yeah. idea what that movie's about. Nobody does. And w- it's about money talking. On a train. <laughs> the train is made of money. <laughs> what I like about this movie is that you see, like, the poor to, like, the middle class to, like, the wealthy. Like, what they are in this movie. And what I feel like, oh, these are what things are going on and. Mm. Yeah. Inside this and like, I mean, there's a lot of social commentary packed into this movie. Yeah. Gary Oldman firing like a million people just like out of the yeah. blue. And yep. The like the government being kind of like inept or in, inept in a way. <laughs> yeah, really weird. Because I love the president. He's really funny. Tiny Lister. Yep. <laughs> He's so good. He comes what? up with the idea to send send a guy undercover for no reason to like do the <laughs> biggest thing that they ever need to do yeah. ever. Yep. Like why do we just send the army? But he makes a line like, "Oh, we can't send the army. We have to do this covertly." There's no reason you need to do this and they, covertly. Yeah. And also, like, they could only do it covertly after he won that contest. Right. Like, it was it like, the only way to make it, it work. 
There's yeah, like, the president of Earth couldn't Pre- get couldn't, couldn't like, get a two like two seats on this yeah. cruise that yeah. aren't from a like, contest, hey, or just couldn't get this lady up. to come. Like, but he has the power to fix a contest in order to win those seats. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> the government just had this really wacky plan without figuring yeah. out like the direct line. And it takes up to the last second, too, for this plan to, like, really work out. Because no one knows, like, they know that they have to get these stones, but no one knows what to do with them. Even the priests don't know what to do with them. Yeah, they're all like, well, we'll figure it out when we get there. It's like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Cross that bridge when we get to it. (laughs) Right. Oh, we're there. Yeah, I think part of the idea was that they all assumed that Lilu knew what to do with them. Yeah, she was not (laughs) But then she was like, I'm not even going to tell you. She's like, war sucks. I'm this. This sucks. I'm done. <laughs> right? Yeah. She gets shot once. She's like, Mm-mm, I'm she out of here. I'm out of this times. world. Yeah, that's true. Gary Oldman really ripped the, the with his awesome ripped like the ceiling smart gun. Apart. Yeah, I love that Swiss Army gun. Yeah, scene. that thing's awesome. He goes over like all the little things it can do. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody. It's like a, a every Mega Man boss wrapped up into a gun. Yep. <laughs> that's, <laughs> real, that's actually a really good description. <laughs> the, the... Rocket launcher. Arrow launcher. With explosion of poisonous gas head. Very practical. A famous net launcher. He always fish and flamethrower. My favorite. The best part was when he didn't get what he wanted from the aliens. Oh, yeah. He was just like, well, there's a there's a self-destruct button on there. We'll let them figure that out. <laughs> just and they, blows they up, press blows it them and, up. Yeah, all of them die. But they end up still working for him later, so I don't even, I don't even no, know what that connection was. No, I don't was. think they end up working for him. They end up having a plot where they're going to steal them yeah, in order they go to sell for them themselves. to Gary Oldman. That's why Gary Oldman himself uh, goes to the ship is because he's no longer with the lizard dudes. And the lizard dudes are yeah, like, well, screw it, this guy. We'll do it it's, ourselves. It's a quick little line where he... where failure to communicate between these parties in this movie. <laughs> yeah. There's a quick little line where one mm-hmm. of the monsters says, well, if they, if he wants to get those items, he's going to have to buy them or something like that, or we're, we're going to get sure. our revenge in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By taking over this cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I say the real MVP are all those sailors on that cruise ship who stepped up during this terrorist to attack. To get shot. <laughs> to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that blonde, muscular guy who's like... Doris, understand. Or, is it Doris? I think it was Doris. I don't know. I don't know what the guy's name like is. Yeah, but there's a bit where like Bruce Willis wants hear. him to throw the gun. Oh, and oh. he ends up just like throwing it's two balls. Be, yeah. Two balls. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be like a like a Mozart kind of dude. Where, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Amadeus. It's or really something. funny. And I do that gimmick in life. If somebody asks me to get them something, I just give them <laughs> the thing that they did not ask for. It's so funny. He loves them. Carry over. And he's so the, excited about helping <laughs> out. He's just like, right? Yeah. Yeah. You wanted those like, cue balls, eh? Hey, thank, thanks. Well, he know. also like couldn't hear. Is yes. what they said. Like he was. Like I said, it's supposed sure. to be like a like a Beethoven. But like in the middle of a fight. If someone's saying, give me that thing, and you throw two cue balls, like, what? What? where's your head at? <laughs> where's, where's your head, your at? head at? Where's your head at? Oh, man. Where's your head at? So as the only two people that have been on a cruise, you and I, Andy, what did you think of the cruise that they went on? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm going to be on a cruise in just a, like, a little yeah. while. Oh, we well, when's we that going to be? We By the time this podcast comes out, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll have been on a cruise. <laughs> Ruby Rod was there. On my cruise, at least I know. I mean, you don't get to enjoy nice weather on the space cruise because you're in the. They spaceship. said you could go outside, and they have like 400 beaches, but like at night. Oh god, like, the, the, is, the is that the, like up? the planet they're going to? Yeah, I, yeah, right, yeah. It just looked like a water I, planet. I yeah. thought that planet had the beaches, and they were just yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. You, I was, you the, I was talking about just the cruise part, Brad, not the excursions when you get um, to the well, destination. You know, I'm sure those are included. Included, maybe like I don't him. know if that ship had a rock climbing wall. I don't know if it had a it, water it had, slide. It said we didn't they had, even they had, get there. They said they had 12 pools, two of them on the roof. 
Yeah, I mean, roof it, it seemed roof that, that room that they got was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, with the tuxedo rack that you can just get free tuxedos from. Does he pay <laughs> yeah. for those tuxedos? Right, You have to, right? I mean... Does he need 15 of them? <laughs> can they just size him out? Probably. He rips through one. One gets real destroyed. <laughs> Nobody can keep clothes on in this movie. It's true. <laughs> I thought Ruby Rod was like a singer or something like that. I didn't realize he was just like a he's radio a podcast guy. He's a, yeah, he's yeah. a podcast he's, guy. He's like future Casey Kasem. Right. Yep. It's, it's a really good, yeah. That's pretty much exactly it. And I love the idea that it's like this crazy cane is like his microphone. Mm-hmm. And that, like I don't know. It makes it, him seem like the Riddler in a way. He almost, yeah. yeah. He's definitely a character. And we talked about his hair, which is just amazing. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> little cone going uh, right, <laughs> like, jutting right forward. outside of his forehead. Yeah, <laughs> they do little things to just put character like into all these people. Like even like the police cop who gets like spooked by Corbin Dallas, like spills McDonald's all over his. Yeah, like, he's vest. got like the two big drinks. Like, oh, that like, guy was going fast. <laughs> <laughs> two golden menus. Thank you. I'm too old, too tired, and too hungry to go chasing some hot Thank you so much. And I'm definitely too thirsty. Look out! Whoa. There's so, like I said, all these, there's so many ba- little background characters that yeah. make me laugh in this movie. The little, the younger priest guy was like the most underdeveloped character, but yeah, yeah, like a version of. Uh, younger Ian Holmes. He was wearing a uh, miniature Devo hat at one point. Did you guys see that? The black, like cone hat. He had a cone hat on. He had a, yeah, yeah. like a weird hat. Yeah, weird, weird, <laughs> weird looking hat thing. Bruce Willis gives some really bad lines in this movie, but because he's Bruce Willis, they just work. Yeah, he that's... says, "I only speak two languages: English and bad English." That is a, an awful <laughs> so... line, but Bruce Willis is saying it, so it gets a pass. You, yeah, you buy it. Yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, there's so many lines that You're wouldn't like, work. Well, that's true. I uh, I watched a little kind of featurette of uh, it was like a 12 minute video of Mila. Jovovich just Jovovich. I didn't realize that's how you say her oh. name because I butchered it in the first you part. You did. I got wow. upset with you. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke, but you legitimately just didn't know her name. I guess I didn't know how to pronounce <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a Russian name. I don't know. Yeah, you're a Russian to get it out of your mouth. That's for Whoa. sure. Didn't take the time to learn it. That's a Brad joke. <laughs> but it's Jovovich, like a Y. And uh, she was saying that Luke Besson had started writing this movie when he was 16 years old. He had been working on this movie for a long, long time. And the actual language that she speaks in the movie is a language that he made up. Yeah. It's good. It's good. She commits and to it. I had read He said about he that. had close to a thousand words that he had like created for this but, language. I think like in the trivia they mentioned that like on set her and Lucasan would basically like just converse in this language. Mm-hmm. Like almost like he would that to keep her in character would talk in this language all the time. And I guess they still do it kind of to this day when they see each other. I was like, that's weird. She does amazing <laughs> body language in this film. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Her whole acting, her yeah. whole role is it's body so language. It's so good. But she's like yep. first coming into being, and she's within that glass cage. Like She goes in like yoga poses. She's yeah. all distorted and creepy. And Yeah, she, she was saying very that. very physical. She had to, her, her um, role was to basically act as an alien, understanding human traits uh, and like portraying those. And like, um, an alien trying to grasp like this new world around her. It's kind of yeah. It was watching yeah her learn how to like. She was also kind of fun- learning how to function in like a pu- like a human body, 
and uh, it almost it's a weird comparison but it kind of reminded me of vincent d'onofrio in men in black like oh, yeah. being an alien inside a person and like mm-hmm. really good physical acting just of, of like convincing me that Stellar. this is new yeah She's like so good it's really good guess how old she was mm-hmm. in, the, in that movie 25 19 oh wow in this movie she had done a lot of movies before this one <laughs> I think Cuffs came out in like '92, and I thought she was older yeah. than that. She was in like The Blue Lagoon too, was like was in like later. the ni- early '90s as well. Yeah, she was like a. She started acting when she was very old. young. Oh, yeah, yeah. she was only 19 years old when she got when she got the role. Not when the movie came out, but when she started working on it. Okay, uh, I still think the whole head bleeding thing is weird. Yeah, like I yeah, it doesn't no, work oh, for Gary Oldman. I wanted character. to talk about that. There was no wound or anything, no. and it literally looked like barbecue yeah, sauce. It's just the evil creature blood, like willed blood out of his head somehow. It's it's but really there was weird. no wound whatsoever. No. I was like, what is this? It's just showing the power of the the evil darkness. Yeah, I don't get it. I th- I thought it was kind of cool, but I was like, just make it blood. Like, why didn't you do that? We also didn't mention the hilarious choking scene. Yes. Which is really, really he chokes good. <laughs> yeah, where Darth Vader's like, don't choke on your aspirations. Yeah. Is that what you mean by that choking scene? <laughs> that was a great scene, too. Uh, no, where, yeah, where he, like, starts choking the thing, and who was he talking to? The priest? He was talking to the, yeah. the older priest. Oh, yeah, the old, yeah, yeah. With the older priest. With the little elephant the little guy. elephant creature on his desk. The and then he's, like, great. pressing all the buttons because his desk is this giant control all panel. All the little out. robots are coming out on the floor. Like Nothing is working. <laughs> nothing's happening. Finally, he just saves them. <laughs> I love how he's like, all right, I'll let you live for now because <laughs> you saved me. And I'm like, I just you could still kill him. I don't know. Well, well like, he said, you saved my life. I'll yeah, spare yours for now. Solid scene. I feel like nothing else in, in Gary Oldman's character's bio led me to believe that <laughs> that would be something he would care about. Why wouldn't they just cast Billy Bob Thornton in this role? I felt like he just make Gary Oldman do like a southern accent. I was like... It's not guys sounds like Billy Bob Thornton. Because yeah. Gary he Oldman, was, he was kind of doing Gary like Oldman's a George amazing. Bush. I, it took it was years before I realized this was Gary Oldman playing this character. Like <laughs> he's a chameleon. He's also, really did, good. I, I didn't. I wanted to look this up. Is he wearing teeth on top of his teeth in this scene? That's a good it's question. Like, I, don't, like, I don't know. He's got like some big upper big chompers. Teeth. Yeah. I don't know. And they're like, <laughs> but they were like really crooked. So I was like, maybe they're his real teeth, but they look so big. <laughs> yeah. How big are they? Too big. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tooth big, <laughs> tooth big, a little tooth big. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like the goo out of his head because he's wearing that little plastic visor yeah. thing. Yeah. So like, it's not coming out of the top of his head. Right? It's just coming out from it's, the middle of it. It's very confusing. It, it, yeah, it comes out from the middle of his forehead. Ugh. And you're right, and it's so dark. It looks and black he, at first until he rubs it. He rubs it, and there's no possible sign of a wound. When, when Only when he rubs it do you realize it's, like, red, and that's when I was like, oh, I guess that's supposed to be blood? Like, Yeah, because it comes out, like, this kind of, like, uh, I don't know, it's, like, a, a dark red, a little bit of, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it looks brown. like barbecue sauce. It's like what you say. It looks like barbecue it's sauce. It's barbecue sauce. <laughs> they gave him the jam. It's it's a it's Casey masterpiece barbecue sauce. Oh, Is it a sponsored by? Uh... Yeah, I hope so. Give me so, some. I need to make some pulled pork. So the biggest thing we got mixed up was just like the ongoing events of the apartment scene. So let's just try to like oh, work. Yeah. Let's work through that. That okay. scene. Okay, so Bruce Willis is eating the Chinese food from that guy. Which is awesome. Then uh, his mom calls. No, he gets a, a letter getting fired. Oh, yes. Because Gary Oldman. <laughs> I love the way that the, the guy delivers it. <laughs> it could be good news. Y'all fired! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, okay, everything about that the Chinese food guy is great. Yeah, he, he, like, I, he looks so familiar. 
Oh I, man, I meant to look him up. He looks so familiar. Like I don't. He he looked like he was in something else. Like I don't know, some TV <laughs> show or something. Like he was your grandpa. Like he was your grandpa in the grandpa? movie. Grandpa. <laughs> grandpa. Where do you think you got that almond chicken recipe from? <laughs> I guess I got it from grandpa's. And then he like, he, he wins a bet because the guy like bets his this lunch. Oh yeah, so that's bad eats news. For free. Yep. And then he gets immediately gets like the other letter. Uh, uh, yeah, he gets the other letter for the contest winning, but he doesn't yes. open it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. He goes, and then the uh, police. What are they? Police? What are no, they? His, uh, his mom cops? calls. His mom first. calls. His mom calls because she hears that. Because she's on the like, radio. yeah, because she's, she, she's the one that tells him that he won the cruise. Yeah. Right. And she he hadn't been listening because like for the last hour, I guess, like Corbin Dallas was. She called on the him radio to be like, "So it. you're taking me on the cruise, right?" <laughs> she's like, "I need that vacation. You know I do." Yeah, she's really. Funny. I was <laughs> classic mom. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "I was in labor for nine months." And this is how you repay me. She, call, she calls later in the movie when they're at the hotel, and it's perfect. Because, like, how did she get that number? How did she get that number? <laughs> and, in, yeah, and, and he's oh, so man. defeated, he just goes, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to how to handle his own mom. So then the, uh, what are they? Are they space cops? What are these people? Yeah, they're, like, What's weird like the government space, space police? Space police show up, mm-hmm. and I guess one of the guys knows Corbin Dallas because he's notorious for whatever reason. He goes through his shelf of like awesome medals and talks about how he's the, like, these are three reasons you uh, you are chosen for this mission, and they're all kind of the same reason. Yeah, like you, mm. you have all these these qualities to fly a ship or whatever. Yeah. It's like you're the best of your kind and you're the last of your kind. It's like, well, no, they have no reason. <laughs> they to need pick more him. reasons, right? <laughs> I think the only reason is that he won this trip, and they're like, okay, this is an opportunity. He didn't wait. That was all set up. The president set it up for him to win. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was <laughs> all the rigged. Whole point. It was I think rigged. They even, I think they even mentioned that like, oh, we'll have to get oh, a man, man on that well, ship. This part okay. of, you fell asleep and didn't go back to this part. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, that was all fixed. Uh, the government was... That's what I said. The government's able to set him up to win a contest to get on this ship, but, but can't, can't get just that lady. straight up buy tickets to get on this ship. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's outside of their their realm of possibility. Maybe they Maybe. can't do it. Maybe that's just a 16-year-old trying to write a screenplay. Why <laughs> <laughs> for making that movie happen? And oh, boy. So then uh, there's, like, Helga. I'm going to call her Helga. She's a Helga. Yeah. There's yes. some sort of, like, yeah, big, you... <laughs> big-boned Princess Leia bun-wearing foreign Scandinavian woman. Who's supposed to go as his right. wife, I guess. <laughs> And he was he, he immediately says, I am not going with her. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't happening. <laughs> not Homie, gonna... don't play that <laughs> game, is what he says. It's an actual line from the film. Oh boy. Look it up. <laughs> and then Mila Jovovich Ooh. is outside of the of the apartment. <laughs> And uh, he makes up this story about it, him being uh, his, his wife. And it's like, oh, you got married? And it's like, well, she's going to be my wife or yeah, whatever. I'm going to marry her. And that's, right. a, that's good enough reason for them to get shoved into the refrigerator. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was running away from the police earlier. So I, I, I wasn't sure why he didn't want the police to be or the military Because she would have known there. it was her. Yeah, I was going to say, those guys were like the space army dudes. And then later the space police show up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I don't know. I, he didn't want them to run into her. I I don't think they would have known who she was. I, that, that, no, they totally would. That have known. dude was in the. He was in the room. Oh, you're right. He was, was created. But but yeah. But how did Corbin how Dallas did he know that? He wanted to sleazily take a picture of her. Ooh. That's a line that she says in the thing. <laughs> yeah. Should have brought my camera. <laughs> um, okay, so and but oh, so Ian Home. Uh, Corbin opens the door, but Ian Home pops up with a gun. Yep. 
any because he's going to steal the ticket. He's going to steal the ticket, right? Because they need to get to the yeah. the operative. But then the sp- the the other police show up. Y- yes, mm-hmm. but the New York, the police. regular, yeah, the regular space police, not the army guys. But I guess his name on the outside of his door got moved. It got to switched a... somehow. Or they just yeah, either they just because well, there the was a shot. We don't know someone, who did that though. Was it the army? It, someone pulled the name off. But why did they put it on a different door? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember, but it did happen. Yeah, that's oh that's what happened. It was like a plot hole they tried to like cover up with yeah. inserts, I guess. They could have just been like, oh, I think this is his place. Yeah, all right. Like, explain that away. Yeah, because like, Corbin, went to he, the puts wrong his, apartment. Like, he puts his hands on like the thing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. like designated circles on their doors. But they don't know it's him from that? I don't, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I guess they didn't have like a... I don't know. See, I would have liked him to like like him be smart enough to like frame it on someone else that corporate right. else was in the next building, but that didn't really get. Although those police note. were actually the aliens, they were the monster aliens. Right. Uh, no, because they get gunned down by the, by monster, the monster aliens, aliens moments later, and then that guy, get, the guy who is not the real Corbin, oh, really? gets stolen, and then that becomes the aliens take care of that fake Corbin and try to pass them off. Yeah, because they think that's the real Corbin. This is a complicated. It's a, yeah. There's a lot of things going on in this. Yeah, it's a hard scene. Some hard <laughs> scenes to write to get him, get him to that cruise. Get him so to the Greek. we get to the point where he then he needs to hide <laughs> the priest guy. Yeah, and he hides Lilu. him and bed. Lilu. He hides yeah. Lilu in a bed that no, no he's, he's the priest in the, sh- in the bed. She's in the shower. Yep. Yeah. So does this bed wrap itself, or is it a whole new bed? I feel it like it's yeah, itself. like a whole new bed. I feel like, like it's, it's a whole really? new bed. It's like a I don't vacuum know. Packed, like freshly cleaned bed. Maybe it's just like but there's two beds in there. But at the same time, I'm like, that seems really like high end for this crummy apartment. <laughs> well, if he get, well, because the priest guy gets wrapped up in a plastic wrap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I was why I was I feel like it's it like, wasn't like that when he went in uh, it. Like right. a fresh then, vacuum sealed bed every day or something. Or it's just like the same one that's like, so, getting cleaned. Do you have to like rip the plastic every single time you right. want to use the <laughs> bed? Very I have a theory that it's two beds and they just switch between sleepings and they like they self clean and then wrap themselves between cleanings. Because yeah. two, well, that's what two I was, beds yeah. at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> two chicks at the same time. <laughs> so does he throw them in there when the police show up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he puts his hands on the yellow sign uh-huh. or whatever. They right. Are. Uh-huh. Then his neighbor goes. His bonkers. neighbor. Yep. Yeah, his neighbor's he, shaving, and he just he gets, says he gets uh, carried out of his apartment in a body bag. Yep. In like a tuxedo <laughs> bag, almost. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then, just getting dragged away. And then the lizard people end up stealing him, thinking that that's the real Corbin Dallas. Yeah. Yep. Um. Then he uh. releases the priest <laughs> and Lilu. This scene was so hard to remember. <laughs> we're not. We're like. We're almost there. We're barely. We just watched this. We're barely getting it. And he gets them to. Does he get them to leave? Like no, he eventually so takes. He, he gets the priest out of the bed because yes, it was, he was he's about to die. Right. And the priest sneaks up and hits Corbin in the back of the head with a right. trophy, with some sort of trophy. Yeah, that he won. one of his medals or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and then they run away with the yeah, tickets. With and the then tickets. after that, the um three space police who were in the beginning the space army yeah he opens the fridge and he says i'll take the mission and he he takes whatever that thing is that and those they... three guys are like frozen solid they have icicles on their nose yep. they're all yeah. blue like they're dead that's like a super freezer <laughs> and then he shuts them back in and leaves his apartment so who rescues these people how are they back <laughs> look maybe they're all clones in the military there's just clones of those like three people all, <laughs> for everybody <laughs> so it's all new people we see next time 
Maybe. And that's when we get the, the really good airport scene. They also have, like, the weird thing in the airport where there's like, also the, a garbage strike or something, so there's yeah. all this trash in there for some reason. I, I, yeah, I didn't I'm get like, that. I'm like, why that is this? To, that had to be, like, cover up a set. Right? That's the only way it had Like, to that's why they could explain away not having, like, a bigger spaceport, I guess. Like, why was that a, a subplot of the airport? It was definitely covering up, like, set design. I I would have to believe. That's, it was weird. Although, it's kind of a funny element because, like, we can't take care of our trash as it is right now and, like, can't really <laughs> yeah. find out that is place really... to, to put it. So maybe it's just, maybe like, Trash just exists yeah. all over the it place. It could be just be, yeah, more commentary because well, there is a lot of it. Yeah, in the beginning, um, Corbin hides from the police when he's in his taxi. He goes underneath what he calls the fog, and I'm guessing, I guess there's just like a layer above the earth that is just like completely uninhabitable. Yeah, that, like that's the, like kind of my of the city. Yeah, yeah kind of my interpretation of it that like yeah, we, I, we I ruined felt, the first right. layers of the earth. Yeah, or you can't go down there at all. It's just mm-hmm. all smog and there's no visibility. And right. It's probably just like toxic. Yeah. Everyone's living in the skies. Mm-hmm. So that's when the young priest and Lilo are trying to get on the ship, and that doesn't go well. Corbin shows up, but that's we got the multi pass, all that bit. I do like multi-pass. the airport. <laughs> like when he finds, he's like, "Oh, I'm so glad I didn't didn't think I was gonna make it. You can get out of here now," and just like throws the young priest Classic out of Bruce there. Bruce Willis, so good, acting like Bruce Willis in that film, in that little scene. There. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get two other people trying to come in as Corbin Dallas, the lizard yeah. dude. Yeah, so many Corbin Dallases. <laughs> yeah, like and I then... like to look on the the check-in lady's face when the like, glass comes in. She's like, "You're cor- also Corbin yeah. Dallas." Like the Gary Oldman's henchman tries to sneak on <laughs> yep. as Corbin Dallas. For some his reason. acting is great. Is <laughs> his she's accent's like... so thick? I couldn't say what he was saying some of the time, but yeah, it was it was still pretty. He was like dumbfounded. Yeah. He didn't know what to say. He was just like. No, I that's, am. That's Corbin. impossible. I am Corbin <laughs> Dallas. I love it too. Like he's like, yeah, the lizard guys don't realize that they have technology to be able to be like, this is a fake person. <laughs> like, They're so dumb. She's looking at the screen and then she scans him, and it's like evil lizard guy. <laughs> and she's like, well, okay. I will say those those alien guys, their like head pieces were impressive. Yeah, yeah. they looked great. A lot of uh, motion in the ears and the eyes oh, and mm-hmm. the cheeks. And it didn't a lot look, of actuators. Look fake. It yeah. didn't look like Planet of the Apes like, style. Maybe they got real <laughs> aliens for this film. Yeah, probably. Casted some real aliens, you know? Maybe aliens. this movie was shot in the future. What else you got on your list, Bradley? I don't know. You got a lot. No, I don't. Down. I actually have, have very little to this movie because we did so well on the, You're on the pretty part, good. In the part onesies. Oh, um, we learn about Corbin Dallas through the stuff in his apartment, which I really like. Mm, yeah. That's how we're introduced to him. He just, like, wakes up from a dream that he's, or something. Oh, there's little um, connections between scenes. It happens a few times in this movie. That's the first one. Um, it happens later with Gary Oldman looking for the stones and them not being there. And it cuts back to, like, Milo Jovovich explaining, like, about the stones. Oh, and yeah. Cut- there's, like, intercut scenes. Oh, yeah. All those scenes are so fantastic. Where, like, Gary Oldman's about to finish a line, but then, like, Miljovic, like a- Gary Oldman asks a question in his scene, and then it cuts to Miljovic in a different scene answering the question. Yeah. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that happens again. I forget what other point it did. but It, it happens at uh, the very uh, end, too. Yeah, during the opera scene, I guess. They, like, intercut the fighting with the opera stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Don't remember how any of that happens, but <laughs> there, there's some great moments in there. Yeah, but it's just the the transitions were really well thought out. Okay, back to his apartment. Yeah. Um, We get, like, he's trying to quit smoking. He used to be part of the military. Yeah. His, like, best friend is, like, estranged or whatever. There's just so much. Like, he's got the cat that he's got taken care of. We, we learn oh a lot God. about Corbin Dallas in, like, seconds. There's so much information in this movie that, like, 
you listed a bunch of things and I'm like, I don't remember any yeah. of this. Yeah, like I was I I mean, didn't mention it before, but like just the the set design itself of his apartment is really cool. Oh yeah. Like his apartment is really cool. Like we were just glossing over the fact that there's like the bed the, with the shrink wrap and like the, the fridge that retracts into the ground to reveal the shower. He's got like and... cigarettes on the wall, like a cigarette dispenser that yeah. like, like wants him to quit smoking. <laughs> like it's like it has an inst- like po- like positive messages next to the cigarettes. Like, yeah. You can quit, buddy. But it's still giving him cigarettes. <laughs> and then you you got like the the window service for your for like street carts and stuff or food it was like, really cool like that just that set alone is like such a, such a good atmosphere mm-hmm. for the world yeah i love that that like the chinese restaurant was really just a boat that just <laughs> yeah just comes right up to your house yeah, you can't so like, impressive yeah you can't really go anywhere i'm we say that restaurants in the sky or whatever right but, they got the fog down there you can't go below it's yeah. like how else you gonna go and there's no supermarkets that i could tell so right how else are you eating food <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Is it carry out? Is it? I don't know. But come to you out. Mila Jovovich like de- dehydrates an entire turkey. I was like, when is Elon Musk gonna learn how to do this technology? I don't care about going to Mars. Yeah. Make a pill so that you can turn it right into some food. Yeah, yeah. She, she's like crazy ravenous and just eating like all the priest's food, and she puts like a little plate of something into a microwave, and it comes out of a fully a cooked chicken. turkey with, yeah. with stuffing and just like. She just plows like a like cartoon you. turkey. Yeah. Any any movie that's like in the future that has a food scene, it seems like that happens. Like Back mm-hmm. to the Future 2 does that. Yep. Like just when are they gonna invent that? <laughs> that'll want... cure some that'll cure starvation. <laughs> Zorg was the name of Gary Oldman's character. I had no idea. <laughs> but he's got his name like printed on the side of buildings. Yep. <laughs> Zorg. <laughs> Just classic, you know. 16 year old screenwriter, yeah. evil guy name. <laughs> yeah, what is his role? Like, what does he do? Like, how does he, he have such a big building? He's he a owns, corporate. Yeah, he owns guy. Zorg. Corp. He's Mr. Corporate. What does Zorg Corp do? They, they well, sell illegal arms. They sell like, the... crazy weapons. Yeah. yeah, it looks like they're like just a big industrial company. But they also like have like the taxi system underneath them. They're yeah, just, like, like they just own parts thing. of everything. Mm, okay. Like they make everything. The guy that tries to rob Corbin in the beginning of the movie was he on drugs or just had to pee his pants? <laughs> so there's a part where Corbin Dallas first exits his apartment and it looks like his hallway from the peephole. He opens it and it's a guy wearing a hat with the image of his hallway as the hat yes. that he was just putting just his face in up front to of the it. people. Yeah, yeah I vaguely so remember that. That was <laughs> such <laughs> a <laughs> stupid scene. Yeah. I love and, it. and he has some sort of like crazy futuristic crossbow. Uh-huh. And Corbin Dallas like knows about it, and he like he steals it, and then uh, a tower of weapons comes down next to Corbin. And he just like adds it to the pile. Yep. Yeah, like this happens every day. Where it's just like someone's trying to rob him. And he's like, I'll keep this. Yeah, but that actor made some really weird choices. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't understand. Like maybe I'll play the play the whole scene, but like I couldn't tell what. He was trying to tell me about his character. <laughs> give me the cash. Been here long? Yeah, long enough. Come on, give me the cash. Is that a Z140? Alleviated titanium. No charge assault model. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good thing for me it's not loaded. <laughs> what do you mean it's not loaded? Well, you have to, have to push that little yellow button to load it. Take your time. Oh, God. You want me to... Okay. There you go. Give me the gas! 
That's a very dangerous gun. You know, maybe you better let me hang on to this one for you, huh? You don't mind, do you? No. You sure? No. Take it. I don't need it. That's a very nice hat. You like it? He either really had to pee because he was there all night with his head down uh-huh. showing that hallway thing, or he was a drug addict. I couldn't figure out which one was which. He could be both. That's <laughs> true, too. Drug addicts have to pee, Brad. Drug addicts have to pee, You don't too. see any bathrooms in this movie. That's the one oversight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I assume you no. just go in the shower. <laughs> like normal. It's the future. Yeah, it's the so, future. So it's the same. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like the same. Yeah, I poop in the shower all the time. Oh, well, you poop in my shower. Make me clean it up. <laughs> Well, of course. It's not my house. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say, I'm not going to do it at my house. God. <laughs> I'm the guest. I liked uh, with the, the the shuttle, like when they're when the guys for the, like, the maintenance crew on the runway is like, bl- like flamethrowering little aliens. Oh, oh yeah, that was a fun Yes. Little, they're all like bit. Jamaican, and they started playing this like this like this uh, kind of reggae type song, and they're passing marijuana around. Yep. And just flamethrowering weird aliens. Yeah, they all look the like ship. Jim Henson puppets. They do. <laughs> They look like they look like those um, Doctor Mario, isn't there? Like little like critters or something like that, or is there the another... viruses? The viruses, yeah. Doctor Mario. Yeah, it's like that. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, just like a throwback science. So anytime they can just wedge in some science fiction, they're gonna they're gonna stick it in there. Oh yeah, some sort of like space, you know, shuttle just like has creatures that just got sucked out of there somehow through space travel. <laughs> so also. The ending with the giant anti antimatter planet. Okay. That can we go let's go right right before it. Right sure. before it. The the bomb scene. Oh yeah. Where Great Ruby scene. Rod sees a bomb on the side of the door and he like he's like But there's like Ian Holm comes by and looks at it and he's like and like they're both just staring at this bomb and it's like is that what it can't be with bomb because all cruise ships have bomb detectors and then immediately but this bomb this bomb had gone by for five minutes these bomb detectors are not functioning at their highest capacity it only detected a bomb when someone said bomb so maybe that's the only detection it has someone has to see the bomb first. And then it's like, oh, I heard the word bomb. I need a lawsuit against this cruise ship company for this five minutes. Yeah, it's probably owned by Zorg. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Okay. Also, like, where did all of those patrons go? They had, like, escape pods. The light pods, yeah. They were in, like, escape pods that were shooting out of the ship. Okay. I wasn't sure if all of them were able to get away. Oh, I don't know. They they may or may not have, but. (laughs) Because that's, like, a. Zorg. It's, like, a Titanic situation. Right. It's, like, well, we only got so many rafts. Well, they could, like, jump out into that water. It's probably confessed with crazy, you know, sea monster. Oh, my God. Yeah, f*** that. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the antimatter planet, it wanted the. It (laughs) wanted. Okay, come on, come on with it. It wanted the stones. Y- y- well, it was yeah. It wanted to, uh, because the it, stones it wanted, only thing could kill it. Yes, it wanted to prevent the stones from committing because yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah, thing yeah. that was a threat to it from taking over everything. I, I get that, but as soon as Bruce Willis and Mila were Ooh. running to the planet to put the stones in there, okay. the planet decided, oh shit, I better just go run at Earth and explode it. So there was Why? a throwaway line where Ian Holm says they have 48 hours before this will happen. You have 48 hours. 
That's the length of time it needs to adapt itself to our living conditions. And then? And then it will be too late. The goal of this thing is not to fight over money or power, but to exterminate life. Oh really? Yeah, it's a th- it's a real throwaway. Well, and oh my God, talking... there's so many throwaways. Well, yeah, it's when he's the... explaining stuff to the president about. Well, and the, I about think like it, over the course of the plan, it's supposed to be like growing while they're watching it. Like it's supposed to be getting uh, bigger. Or something. I felt like I it only started know. growing when they were shooting at it. Oh, that could be. Yeah, I think the planet does whatever it wants. It can like talk to Gary Oldman yeah, through, I mean, through yeah. a telephone or whatever. Right, <laughs> and make him bleed mysteriously. Out make of make his him head. bleed his own blood. Make him bleed his or own <laughs> sweet baby Ray's out of his head. <laughs> okay, I guess that makes more sense because in my head I was like, that planet could have just like ran at it and smashed into it like immediately. Like it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't need to sit it, there like, the whole time. It was like on a sprint against them to to. Get that done. Yeah, he could have just gone to like the stones and destroyed that water planet or whatever. That's true. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked the the shot where all of these satellites were just like being like thrown right into that gravity and being sucked up by that antimatter planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was, was really sweet. good. A lot of the like practical effects were, of course, amazing. Even the CG was somewhat passable at times. Some some of it was really weird. Yeah, when uh, Milojovic was getting put together by like weird CG robot arms. Yeah, that was the only like really telling part where it's like, eh, it doesn't look so good. It's yeah, a little weird. Yeah, there was also like so a, good, a, but... a shot where you can notice the green screen of one of the the planes as it was like flying into outer space. There was like a giant like green like glow around <laughs> it, and I was like, that? oh, that's so oh, obviously that's green. Oh, screen. it's just uh, space. Uh, it's supposed Everything's to be green. got green auras in space, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was like I was like maybe it's just like a light around it, but it was clearly in like a pentagon like <laughs> type uh... like. Shape, That's but funny. he's definitely using real sets whenever he can. Oh yeah, real, I mean a lot of real most of this movie it was like made like it said like the apartment like that from Bruce Willis's apartment was like all essentially real. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it was well, I really this, cool. This movie cost a lot of money to make. Oh, I'm sure. I have to believe he um made Leon the professional in the middle of making this movie because it just like costs so much money. Yeah, I can believe it. I believe it. But Bruce Willis was a very expensive actor. That yeah, point. that's yep, that's true. And there's a lot of uh, sets and things in it. There's so much certainly at the height movie. of his career. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, after they blow up the planet, then we get the delicious bone zone scene. Mm-hmm. And that's you know when you want to end a movie, you end with the bone zone. You want to end with the bone zone. It was her first bone to zone, <laughs> or zone to bone. <laughs> There was one last thing I was gonna bring up, and I forgot what it was. I should have just brought it up when oh, I was thinking God about it. Dang it, Brad! It was some. It was something somebody said at some point that sounded funny. Oh, that, you know. Okay, so it's uh, only like a few of those, right? <laughs> Got him. Got him. I like that. Uh, out of you know, the movie takes place in twenty two fifty nine or something like that, or mm-hmm. thirty nine. Um, I like that Michael Jackson still exists as a as a. <laughs> person that people remember yeah for sure i think he will be classics yeah. yeah i think 300 years from now he'll still be around being a thing yeah oh uh this wasn't it but i also do want to talk about the fact that ruby rad said buzz all the time we forgot to say that in the first part oh when he just wanted people out of his way yeah it was weird everything he does is hilarious and great all the time yeah i loved it <laughs> I, I genuinely loved it you yep. have so much energy to keep all that up. oh my god oh my, i know yeah oh my my i i did also watch an interview with bruce willis and chris tucker separately 
Um, but they did not provide any valuable information. <laughs> it was we very were here generic. to get a paycheck. They were like, yes, I can confirm I was in a movie called The Fifth Element. Yeah, Chris Tucker was like, when I showed up to the movie, I literally didn't know what it was like i didn't read the script or anything like uh, it wasn't given to me i just read the scene where i went down on a space alien lady and i was like sign <laughs> me up yeah and he was like <laughs> when i when i was talking with the uh the guy that was doing the wardrobe for my character he, he, all he said was just like wow this is something i've never done before and i was like well of course <laughs> everything <laughs> in this movie we know that is so unique Lilu's outfits are just like out of control. Yeah, yeah. Like every outfit's weird. Other than like the priests, they didn't they didn't come up with anything special for them to wear. No. Yeah, they they talked. Uh, uh, Mila talked about um, when she first started doing like the screen testing and stuff. She had all this like weird makeup on, and she, they were testing a lot of different things out. They were talking about like um, the hair color, and he and he uh, Luke Besson said that he wanted it to look like it was like a flame or on fire. And so they were talking about like, well, what color mm. would that be? Could that be blue? Could it be green? Could it be, you know, red, orange? Um, and they, he, he eventually just settled on. He was like, I want it to look tangerine. Like that is what I want your <laughs> hair to look like. Nailed and it. she said that her hair literally fell out two months into oh, shooting I'm, the movie. I'm sure. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was bald in her next movie, uh, the Joan of Arc. She was in the messenger and she, had oh yeah. Super mm. short hair. That's probably why. They, 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 <laughs> well, probably, they probably dyed it so many times. Oh, yeah. It was just like, they killed yeah, it. Just yeah. couldn't grow back. Because they said that they had to bleach it first and then dye it. Yep. Because you could tell, like, her roots are more yellow mm. in the in the film. Oh, the only other thing that she said in the interview that was hilarious. She's doing a lot of, like, great, like, uh, like, like action sequences and, like, uh, karate and, and stuff like that. But there is a couple shots where it required her to kick like do like a high kick and she's she was just like i can't do that at all so they had an animatronic foot for her <laughs> there's one <laughs> shot awesome it is so cool uh if i could find this interview i'll post it um when this episode comes out there's one shot in particular where she just says all she had to do was just like thrust her body forward a little bit and luke Basson and like one of the producers just had this giant <laughs> foot that they just like shot up in the air and like kicked this one alien in the face it's like the robocop uh, yeah. spear hand <laughs> yeah. i did that in a movie once i made a little martial arts thing and there's a part where someone does a jump kick but we had just the guy jump and then i had my hand with a shoe in it and during the jump i just punched with my, with my shoe hand and it, it's looked, amazing. It, it looked great <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> movie magic and that's what luke Passan he figures out a way he uses that's the practical effects and makes a good film wasn't there a movie that we talked about with a giant fist at one point? Do you guys remember this? A giant fist. Someone gets punched, but like you could tell that the the way it was shot, it required the fist to be huge. <sighs> oh, this know. is such a this is from an earlier episode. I'm pretty sure. It sounds going familiar. back to my head of like what it could even be from Indiana Jones. It maybe it might have been. Uh, Mystery Men. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. what. Yeah, that's what it was. The oh, giant yeah. finger. The giant oh, finger. finger. That's giant what it was. The giant coke finger. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> and there it is. Movie magic. Yep. <laughs> Just a quick reminder to check out our Patreon, WhatRemember.com, and join us on our next episode when we talk about Homeward Bound. I'm gonna miss you so much. Left behind. With family friends. Have a nice vacation! And far from their home, three beloved pets take matters into their own paws 
He's Shadow. Something doesn't smell right. She's sassy. Cats rule and dogs drool. He's Chaz. Get a life. Get nine of them. <laughs> now, they're determined to find their way back. I'm going home. Wait! They're off on an adventure they'll never forget. Oh, this ground isn't nearly soft enough. Don't be such a sissy, sassy. It's an untamed world full of surprises. What's that smell? I never thought anything could smell too much. P.U. Where nothing comes easy. Hey, hey, Scram, get your own fish. Careful, Pop. Help! And danger waits at every turn. I gotta tell you, domesticated animals wouldn't stand a chance at you. Where the forces of nature will test their ability to survive. What? It will be an incredible journey home. Hey, guys, wait up. Come on. Home is just over that mountain. Critics agree. Two thumbs up, says Siskel and Ebert. A masterpiece of family entertainment, says ABC TV. In the classic tradition of Walt Disney Entertainment comes Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey.